0: 888
1: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirofsky. The headlines, people will be able to dine at restaurants until 10 p.m. from next Thursday, when gyms, cinemas and other venues can also reopen. John Lee has dismissed concerns over the vacant chief secretary position in the current administration. And the school principal says he's worried the government's school resumption plan may fail or fall apart if parents can't afford to buy rapid test kits for their children. The government says people can dine in at restaurants until 10 p.m. from next Thursday. Up to four diners will be able to sit at the same table, while venues like gyms, beauty salons, theme parks and cinemas can also reopen on that day. The authorities also intend to allow up to four people to gather in public, pending Exco approval, while the multifamily gathering ban will be lifted. Chief Executive Carrie Lamb says steps to resume normality will mean there will be a higher risk of virus transmission and called on people to remain vigilant. But she believes a possible rebound in cases after the Easter break won't stall the lifting of covid curbs
2: when I mentioned about relaxation of social distancing measures on the 21st of March it was supposed to take place in a gradual orderly manner through three stages over a period of three months so we have not come uh, we have not gone into details this morning about the second phase and the third phase exactly it's because we need to monitor the situation after the Easter holiday and also to take account of possible scenarios of a sudden increase in confirmed cases so that's the position we are taking.
1: Mrs. Lam also said the chief secretary position will remain vacant for the rest of her term.
2: I've just received notice that because this government has less than three more months, before its end, the central authorities will not appoint another CS4A during the period uh, because uh, uh, the central authorities has considered uh, the acting uh, proposals. So having consulted the central authorities, I'm not prepared to make any acting arrangement. In other words from now to the 30th of June this year, the CS4A position for Hong Kong say Our government will continue to be vacant.
1: She said the absence of the number two official won't have a big impact on the administration as duties can be delegated to other ministers. Chief Executive hopeful John Lee has dismissed concerns over the lack of a number two official in the current administration. The chief secretary position has been vacant after Mr. Lee resigned to make his bid for the top job. Speaking to reporters, Mr. Lee said that the authorities have considered government operations in deciding what to do about the vacant post.
3: Uh, appointment or otherwise uh, of the chief secretary uh, is a decision made uh, by the central peoples of uh, government together with uh, the, uh, the current government. And I'm sure that through uh, arrangements made by the current government, uh, the uh, e- effective discharge of functions uh, by the government will be
1: maintained. Meanwhile, Mr. Lee has stated that the legal system has been polluted by politics. He made the remark during an online forum with election committee members from the legal and accounting sector. The CE contender cited recent resignations by UK judges from the Court of Final Appeal as he explained his view afterwards.
3: We have seen there is a trend that some countries try to pursue their political aims and somehow put pressure uh, on people who have an important role in the administration of justice. Hong Kong will do everything we can to protect the rule of law. And I will also appeal to the international community to also play their part so that administration of justice, which is the most important cornerstones of world activities, should not be in any way affected.
1: Lawmaker and secondary school principal Tang Fei has warned that the government's plan to resume face-to-face classes after the Easter holiday could fall apart if students can't meet testing requirements to enter schools. Mr. Tang is worried some parents may demand that their children attend online classes if they can't acquire rapid test kits for them. Speaking on an RTHK program, Mr. Tang said, although the government will provide some 10 million test kits to underprivileged pupils, that number will only be enough in the short run. What I'm worried about now is that families
3: who can't afford to buy or get hold of rapid test kits may request that schools arrange online classes or request that their children not attend school. If such a trend arises, the so-called resumption of face-to-face classes would fall apart. You can't really say parents have no right to demand online classes if their children cannot
1: meet the condition of attending classes physically. Mr. Tang also called on the government to issue clear guidelines to schools for students who turn up without test results. Security Secretary Chris Tang says the COVID pandemic has derailed the government's plan to introduce national security legislation under Article 23 of the Basic Law. He told lawmakers in a virtual meeting that officials originally planned to begin consultation next month, but it's now been postponed to June at the earliest. The security chief said they are assessing if the consultation will need to be delayed further and if they will be able to submit the bill for scrutiny at the end of the year. Shanghai has reported more than 27,000 new COVID infections yesterday, around 1,400 more than the previous day. According to figures from the National Health Commission, around 90% of the cases were asymptomatic. There are also 1,600 cases in other parts of the mainland, with Jilin accounting for the majority of the infections. Videos have emerged in the United States of a police officer fatally shooting a black man in the back of the head as he lay face down on the ground. Footage of the incident in Grand Rapids, Michigan on the 4th of April shows Patrick Leoya running from a white police officer following a traffic stop. The two men were then involved in a brief struggle over a taser deployed by the officer. Two of the tapes show the officer kneeling on Mr. Laioia's back before shooting him. Mark Washington is the head of the city council. Unfortunately, I'm here today because our city is now added to the list of cities across the country where another African-American man has died as a result of the use of lethal force with the interaction of law enforcement. When I saw the video, it was painful to watch and I immediately asked what caused this to happen and what more could have been done to prevent this from occurring. The chief prosecutor of the International Criminal Court on a visit to Ukraine has described the country as a crime scene. Karim Khan was speaking in Bucha, a town outside Kiev, where Russian troops are alleged to have killed hundreds of civilians. He said investigators and forensic teams were gathering evidence.
3: If there are crimes, judges have to decide whether or not warrants or summons should be issued, but we need to go step by step, and this is part of that. We have a team also, they're not here because of the cameras, forensic scientists, uh, forensic anthropologists, analysts, investigators and lawyers, so that we can really make sure we separate truth from fiction and go forward to insist on the right of every individual, every child, every woman and every man to have their lives protected and not wantonly targeted.
1: U.S. President Joe Biden has authorized another $800 million worth of military aid for Ukraine as it prepares to face a renewed Russian offensive in the East. The package includes artillery, armored vehicles, and helicopters. After talks with President Volodymyr Zelensky, Mr. Biden said the United States would continue to provide Ukraine with the means to defend itself. President Zelensky says Ukraine urgently needs heavy weapons.
3: The images of Bucha and Mariupol have demonstrated real Russian intentions to the whole world. It could only be stopped by force of arms. We need heavy artillery, armed vehicles, air defense systems and combat aircraft. Anything to repel Russian forces and stop their war crimes.
1: The NYPD have arrested a suspect wanted in a shooting at a subway station in the borough of Brooklyn on Tuesday. Ten people were injured when the gunman fired 33 rounds from a semi-automatic handgun. The BBC's Not A Toffic has more.
2: New York's mayor, Eric Adams, announced that the suspect had been arrested, saying we got him. 62 year old Frank James was walking in downtown Manhattan when he was stopped by NYPD patrol officers and taken into custody without incident. Officers were able to locate him after a tip from the public. During a press briefing, officials said he was known to authorities and had ties to several states. In New York, he had nine prior arrests from 1992 to 1998, including burglary and sex acts. Frank James now faces federal charges for a terrorist attack on mass transit, which carries a sentence of up to life in prison. A
1: minuscule quantity of moon dust from the first ever lunar expedition has sold at auction in New York for half a million U.S. dollars. The tiny particles were found in the seams of a bag used on the Apollo mission of 1969 to collect samples from the moon's surface. Lunar material is generally considered the property of the U.S. government and it is rare for it to come into private hands. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 21,471. That's 96 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $49 billion. And in currency, one U.S. dollar will buy you 125.21 yen. The euro is standing at one U.S. dollar and nine cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 29 cents. In sports, we start with football and a good day for English sides in the European Champions League. The semi-final lineup is complete after aggregate wins for Manchester City and Liverpool. The second leg between City and Atletico Madrid ended nil-nil in Spain. City progressed one nil on aggregate. Liverpool beat Benfica 6-4 on aggregate after a wild 3-all finish in the second leg at Anfield. The BBC's John Bennett has all the details.
2: Atletico Madrid were much more positive than the first leg, but Manchester City's defence responded well under pressure, particularly in the second half. Stones brilliantly blocked a Cunha shot. Edison made a late save to deny Correa. Meanwhile, Felipe was sent off for two aggressive challenges on Foden, and Atletico lost their cool in injury time. A bruising encounter, but City did enough. At Anfield, Liverpool left Van Dijk, Mane and Salah out of their 11 and Benfica gave a spirited performance. Two strikes from Firmino helped extend Liverpool's lead to 6-2 on aggregate at one stage, but Juremchuk and Darwin pulled it back to 6-4 with two breakaway efforts. Manchester City
1: will face Real Madrid for a place in the final. Liverpool take on Villarreal. The, Europe, the Europa League quarterfinals resume tonight. Braga hold a 1-0 lead over Rangers going into the second leg, while well, Barcelona versus Eintracht, Atalanta versus Leipzig, and Lyon versus West Ham are all tied, one-all. West Ham boss David Moyes says the road to the semis is wide open.
3: I think the teams at this time are all very close together. Anything could change the games, like a sending off, like a, a poor decision could could affect many of the games, so... You've got to hope that uh, you get the decisions when you, when you need them and hope that you don't get too
0: many bad ones.
1: Manchester United have moved closer to confirming the Ajax boss, Eric Ten Hag, as their new manager. Sources in the Netherlands say an agreement in principle is already in place. United have won just one of their last seven games under interim manager, Ralph Rangnick. BBC Radio Manchester's Mike Minet says Ten Hag could be a good fit for United. Ten Hag already works under a
3: director of football at Ajax in the former United player Edwin van der Sar. The structure that Manchester United now have should enable a smooth transition with John Myrto instilled at Old Trafford already. He'll need time, something United did give their former boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, but his track record at Ajax of bringing young players through, turning them into a successful team, as well as selling them for sizable profits, the Reds will hope will provide
1: a good basis for his arrival. In the NBA play-in tournament, the Atlanta Hawks have routed the Charlotte Hornets 132-103. to The Hawks will face the Cleveland Cavaliers for the last playoff spot in the East. In the West, the New Orleans Pelicans beat the San Antonio Spurs 113-103 to and will move on to face the L.A. Clippers for the last spot. The playoffs begin Sunday morning, Hong Kong time. The top seeds in each conference, the Phoenix Suns and the Miami Heat, will know their first-round opponents at the end of the play-in. But our U.S. sports commentator Ray Jovanovich says he has no doubt that Phoenix will win it all.
3: Let me be clear and let me declare right here at
1: the outset that I believe that the Phoenix Suns And the Milwaukee Bucks will reach the NBA Finals. It will be a rematch of last year's championship when the Bucks won their first title in 50 years. But this year, as the Phoenix Suns have led the NBA wire-to-wire with the NBA best record of 64 wins and 18 losses, I think the Phoenix Suns are going to win the NBA championship. And they're well on their way here as the first round gets started this weekend. To the weather forecast fine hot dry moderate north to northeasterly winds mainly fine tomorrow and hot cloudier cloudier in the next couple of days temperature right now is 27 degrees celsius relative humidity 61 percent. and to finish the news the top stories once again people will be able to dine at restaurants until 10 from next thursday john lee has dismissed concerns over the vacant chief secretary position in the current administration and a school principal says he's worried the government's school resumption plan may fail if parents can't afford to buy rapid test kits for their children that's the news from rthk
0: As soon as I wake up Every night Every day I know that it's you I need to take the blues away It must be I wake up every night, every day. I know that it's you, I need to take that.
2: Welcome to the 123 Show with me, Sadia Osmani. Hope you're looking forward to Good Friday holiday tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So it's a good long stretch for you. On the show today after 2pm, Chinwag. This week, Christy Lai joins me again and today she talks to me about the fasting month of Ramadan. And we look about some of those general misconceptions that people may have about the actual month itself and fasting. So we'll be talking about that just after 2pm and after 2.30, Andrew Dambina is artsing around again with the latest news from the global and, and local art scene. Check out his pics, if there are going to be any, on my Facebook page. That's Osmani on RTHK Radio 3. This is to get you in holiday mood.